This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's uh, Ash Wednesday, 14 February in the year of our Lord, uh, 2024. What ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Here we're fighting in this, uh, in your current manifestation uh, in the war room with your human agency. I want to make sure people don't get, don't get depressed about the situation in New York and particularly the ballot harvesting, the mail-in ballots. There are people working on fixes even as we speak. Um, the underlying economic forces and the underlying uh, invasion of this country are driving voter interest everywhere. And you're going to see new demographics come out. And I agree with you. Don't the polls, people shouldn't get hung up on the polls, how good the polls are. But the Atlantic magazine did come out today. And you can tell the, the power brokers in the Democratic Party, I should say it's the puppet masters, not the power brokers, are panicking because they understand Joe's deterioration by the illegitimate Biden regime frontman deterioration is not going to go away and they can't they're not gonna be able to hide it um so we're going to get to all that we're also going to get to an incredible week for president trump they just announced that they're going to take his business away on friday uh the judge has said he's going to put it out so we've got tomorrow you got the funny willis you're going to have this thing's going to be quite intense and mike davis and boris and others will probably join us this afternoon to go through the intensity and what we need to do about it the patriot mobile i want to talk about the values of the Christian company, but I'm going to put them on the other side. We're going to go to Israel in a few minutes with Ralph Reed and, uh, and, and Tara Dahl, but I got to start with Dr. Peter Navarre. Uh, Dr. Navarre, you got a great piece on, on U.S. Steel and uh, your populist nationalist take on economics, but I got to go back in time because uh, you were really on this show every day, and I want to take people back to 2021. You had worked on the, on the, the, the collapse in aggregate demand. In fact, you worked on the the Jace Medical guys essentially built a business around you and Rosemary Gibson warning about the supply chains in 2020. That's why you got to go to go to jacemedical.com. Immerse yourself in that information because it's vital to your health, particularly what the Chinese Communist Party is doing with TikTok and others. They are taking the gloves off on their confrontation with the United States of America because they understand their economy is imploding and they're going to have to get their people very focused on a nationalistic bent. Navarro came on, would come in 2020. Of course, we had Dr. Halpern and the others that uh, Hatfield that were consultants here with the pandemic that went over. We had Rosemary Gibson. He warned us about the PPE. He warned us how the CCP had this. He warned us about the supply chains. Then later, he was one of the architects with President Trump, as one of President Trump's architects, that collapsed in aggregate demand. It had to be taken care of because at the time, with the information President Trump had and other people, they decided to shut down the country for a number of weeks to try to was it to flatten the curve? Remember that? Um, that argument, and that did it. You had another one later on that had kind of been topping off. I wasn't exactly that excited about it, but I could see what you guys are doing. But Nancy Pelosi blocked it because she didn't want anything to happen before the election. 
But then when you were off of your, uh, you know, finished with the White House, you started to come on here more regularly. You and, and Brett and others ourselves, you were one of the first to start saying, hey, what Biden's doing with this Keynesian infusion in the spring of 2021 is not necessary. And I think it was $1.9 trillion Inflation Reduction Act. Remember that? The, the, uh, and the American, they had all these fancy names for it. American, I think, Recovery Act or something. But you were ones the ones to warn that this is going to turbocharge inflation. And you said we're, gonna, we're going to get into a situation of stagflation where you really have very little true economic growth, but you got this hangover of inflation that will not go away. And what that does, that crushes your rate of growth. And so you're going to get into a lost decade like we had in the 70s before Volcker and Reagan and like Japan's been going through for 30 years. Dr. Peter Navarro. Your thoughts and observations of where we are today as you see this new set of statistics come out. <laughs> Boy, um, no surprise to you and me, Steve, that uh, inflation report, but it, it really hit Wall Street between the eyes. Um, yeah, inflation is alive and well, just like uh, you and I warned. And when we get through all this uh, overstimulus coursing through the veins of the American economy, it's like methadrine in a speed addict's veins. Um, there will be eventually the stagflation scenario because as this debt grows, the interest rate bite becomes more and more on the government budget and uh, we'll be given more and more interest payments uh, to the communist Chinese and the Japanese and everybody who's holding our bonds rather than taking care of our, our people. So, um, no surprise to the folks in the war room. This is the most educated audience in television land these days. Um, but what I want to do, Steve, is, is talk briefly about the, the Washington Times piece on uh, steel tariffs uh, and this proposed merger um, or buy a takeover, really, of uh, an iconic, iconic, the iconic steel company of America, U.S. Steel by a Nippon Steel, by a Japanese firm. And what when I came into the White House, one of the key priorities of Donald Trump was to impose steel and aluminum tariffs uh, to basically defend two industries, which are the most important industries we have uh, for national security. I mean, they are what, what basically puts our tanks and our planes and our submarines and everything in the sky and the seas um, and, and, and in between. And so, um, <laughs> it took, it took me and Wilbur Ross like months to overcome, um, Gary Cohn, the Goldman Sachs guy who was like the head economic advisor, this, that, and the other thing. But Trump eventually, uh, signed these tariffs and it was a beautiful thing. We had this a tremendous influx of investment into our steel industry. We created thousands of jobs in the steel industry. And the, the decline that we had witnessed for, for going on three decades of these two pillar industries just stopped on a dime. It's just like when, when Trump closed the border, he did it like, boom. It's just a it's decision. We did it with the tariffs. Now, what's happened, Steve, in the aftermath of the stolen election, Biden's come in. And what he's done is get rid of some of the tariffs, but more subtly and cleverly and cynically, um, he's replaced these tariffs with these things called TRQs, uh, which are tariff rate quotas. And what they are, a backdoor way of, of eliminating the tariffs. And what we've seen 
is U.S. Steel, where it rose up and was was really on a great trajectory to make its big comeback. That's that became a, a stillborn, basically, and it, it began to struggle again. We had um, a, a beautiful domestic partnership proposed um, with Cleveland Cliffs. I, I know the owner of Cleveland Cliffs. He's a good man. He's done a great, great job for this country. It's a domestic company based based uh, in Ohio with mills across. Uh, he had wanted to, to purchase U.S. Steel, uh, but U.S. Steel uh, got a better bid from Nippon, uh, and th- there it goes. So the question now is whether. Well, actually, but hang uh, on, but hang on, but hang on, hang on, hang hang yeah. on. But let's give the yeah. actual event. Cleveland Cliffs and U.S. Steel tried to merge, and Wall Street wasn't exactly excited about the uh, the 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 uh, the price, the combined price, and the company going yes. for it, et cetera. That deal yes. went away. Nippon yes. Steel came in later yes. and offered a bid that was significantly higher, significantly higher. Yes. So we're capitalists here, so significantly higher works. than, yeah. than Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Close. Yeah. But Fetterman and, and, and Navarro and Bannon and others are saying, well, hang on for a second. You can't just look at this as stock price and, and what's going to happen. Nippon Steel, I mean, look, the Japanese are an ally and they're a key ally in the fight against the CCP. There's no doubt about that. And if Taiwan doesn't answer the call of uh, of building up the defense force, the submarines, etc., the East China Sea will become as important as the South China Sea today, and t- Japan is making every effort to rearm. That being said, we were in a major shooting war with the Japanese 80 years ago. And so just from a national security perspective, if you lose your steel industry, you got, and I don't care how many algorithms you got, how many uh, drones you have, how many, it all gets back that you got to have steel and aluminum Can't do it. as a basics. So this is a na- this is a national security. What is stopping Cleveland Cliffs from coming back and putting it together? What do you say in your article about how well, do we get back to the American company? We, we built a steel yeah, superpower yeah. by 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 enforcing antitrust on the on the Nippon steel side and lease, yeah, yeah. loose and loosing it on the American side and create a steel superpower. So, so Steve, let me let me point out one other thing. It's not just that we'd surrender control of our steel industry uh, to a foreign nation, no matter whether they're an ally or not. What we also do when we allow foreign takeovers of our domestic industry is we lose uh, the capital income associated with that that would otherwise be retained here in the U.S. I mean, if you think about it, if foreigners owned every factory in America, the only thing we would be is wage slaves and all of the profits would be expatriated to, to, to countries offshore. And so it's national security, but it's also economic security. So what's stopping this? The way I end the piece in the Washington Times, it's also on my Substack, PeterNavarro.substack.com, um, is I say, look, I know this, Steve. If I were in the White House right now as the head of the office I used to be at, I'm sure the president would call me over to the Oval and he'd say, all right, let's let's see if we can make a deal. And what he would do is he w- he loves to do this. He would make sure that Cleveland Cliffs and U.S. Steel found yes. a way to get together. It's as simple as that, Steve. It's, it's, it's a two, two things. You need those tariffs restored. See, U.S. Steel can't survive and prosper like it did under the Trump administration without tariffs 
which are going to defend it from the unfair competition. And if anybody out there in free market land, now hear this. The steel industry is one of the most rapacious and predatory unfair competition industries ever. Every foreign country, Steve, in the world cheats on their steel production because it's so important to their nations that they heavily subsidize it. There's no way an American company can survive in that short of things like the Trump tariffs. So it's easy. Trump tariffs plus make a deal. I mean, if again, if, if Trump were in the White House, yeah. he'd call me or somebody like me and he'd say, Navarro, get on, get on the phone, make this happen. And, you know, that's the kind of thing I yeah. could do in a day. I've done that kind of stuff in a day. We did. This is that's we what's got, missing. This, leadership, this, Steve. This, Leadership in the White House. This is what we ha- vision and leadership. This is why we need. This is why we need Trump back in the White House and Navarro's Secretary of Treasury. I would love to sit through that uh, confirmation hearing, Peter. Where do they go to get all your? Where do they go to yeah. get all your content? Yeah. Your books, uh, your Substack, you know, uh, your ta- your Times yeah. columns. I, I was thinking, Steve, that that it would be a beautiful thing to have you as the NSA baby. The head of the National Security Council, which is where you should have been when you came in the first time, in my judgment. Be that as it may, peternavarro.substack.com, peternavarro.substack.com. And and by the way, I'm not looking for a job, and I hate it when all these organizations out there are measuring the drapes for a second Trump administration. Trump's going to decide who's in there with the help of, of his close circle. It's helping him get elected. They're doing a great job. But yeah. what we need to do here in posse land is do everything we can to make sure he's back in the White House. Because this, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I think people out there in left land roll their eyes when Bannon talks about George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and turning points in this country. But you're not wrong, Steve. You are not wrong. This election will define the future of this country because we know damn well that four more years of of a Joe Biden or whoever it is they put up on the ballot if he doesn't make it. If it, we can't do this, Steve, we can't have open borders and a fiscal cliff and all of our enemies circling around us, um, ready to take us out and and survive as the country. All of us know Terrible. and love and fight for every day. Peter, thank you for joining us, brother. Great article in the Washington Times, and we're going to be all yes, over this, uh, this steel merger. U.S. Steel must survive as an American company. Check out Warpath Coffee. Warpath.coffee slash Roarum. Join the team. Get jacked up. We're going to Israel next. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, 
you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Ralph Reed now joins us uh, from Israel. Ralph, uh, thank you. You're one of the leaders of the evangelical movement in, in the United States and obviously very close to traditional Catholics that formed kind of this base of the uh, of the Trump movement. I know you went to northern yep. Israel today. I understand it's uh, quite difficult and it's very tough to get near things because security. Just give us your assessment of what's happening in the north because all the focus in media here is on the south. We've been very worried about the north. What's going on in northern Israel? Yeah, Steve, it's a very serious situation. As you know, Hezbollah has uh, 200,000 rockets right now, and uh, they have a much stronger military, much stronger command structure, much better funded, and they control much a greater area of territory. There were rockets fired today while we were there. Um, about 30 miles from us, rockets were landing. Um, I think what's likely to happen, Steve, I don't obviously have security clearance. I'm meeting with high-level government officials, but I'm not meeting with the War Cabinet yet. That'll be tomorrow, and I may not be able to share what I learned. But I think what's likely to happen is uh, Hamas is going to be defeated. They're going to go into Rafah. Uh, hopefully, they get Sinwar. That's the plan. Uh, Gaza will be demilitarized. And then it'll just be a question of whether or not there is a diplomatic solution that provides an adequate buffer for Israel. They cannot have Hezbollah right on the border of Israel. There are 80,000 Israelis, Steve, that have been evacuated out of uh, northern Israel. And uh, they, they can't go back to their homes right now. They're living in hotels. The Israelis have set up special schools and medical clinics for these children. Uh, they've got to they've got to be able to go back to their homes. They can't do it under current conditions. So it's it's a very serious situation, and it's going to have to be resolved one way or the other. Ralph, here's what I don't get. You know, because of the Biden administration reversing everything with Trump, the Persians. It's pretty open in the Financial Times, Wall Street Journal. The Persians are a month or two away from being able to actually have the components, not a built, but the components to, for nuclear weapon. That's all Persian militias up in Lebanon. Once they yep. take care of the Herculean task of getting rid of the Muslim Brotherhood and Hamas in Gaza, don't the Persians still think they've got them surrounded? And, and do you see any, any, uh, any way possible that you can back off the Persian militias, Hezbollah and these guys in Lebanon, unless you get into a shooting war? Well, you know, obviously at this point, you know, when you talk to people here in the region— Nobody right now wants that general war or regional war today. Uh, you, you've really hit the nail on the head, Steve. The reason why the Iranians don't want it is because they don't yet have the nuclear capability they're seeking. They want to hold on to Lebanon and that Hezbollah card for a future war when they're a nuclear power, when they believe Israel uh, can be wiped off the map. Israel doesn't want a war right now because they're all, they've already got so many resources tied up in the South. If it comes, uh, they, will, uh, they will fight it. Um, 
and the Biden administration doesn't want a general war in the Middle East, it pains me to say this because, number one, it's a it's a total repudiation of all the reversal of the Trump policies, you know, the delisting of the Houthis off the terrorist list, the weakening of the sanctions, um, you know, all the things they've done to pressure Israel, uh, trying to hotbox and isolate the Saudis. I mean, it is hard to believe that they have screwed up U.S. policy towards the Middle East as badly as they have. And then the last consideration, of course, is the raw politics. I mean, if there's a general war in the Middle East, uh, the the price of oil is going to spike to well north of $100, maybe up to $150. At that point, you're looking at $6, $7 a gallon gasoline, and Joe Biden's gone. So I don't know when this issue is going to be dealt with, Steve. But what I've said, and and look, I don't presume to advise the Israelis what's best for their security. I'm simply here to support them. But what I am saying is not only to the Israelis, but to the American people and to the entire civilized world, is that at some point, sooner rather than later, Iran's going to have to be dealt with. Ralph, you're one of the not just a leader in the evangelical movement, you're one of the savviest political minds I've ever met. Uh, my sources tell me, because I'm very concerned about this discharge petition, because there's enough Republicans retiring that could team up to get to the 218. And I dealt with sources last night after there was a confrontation on the stage when Sousa won, I think they were, the, I think they were doing it from Queens, they had anti-Israel you know, pro, uh, pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian protests jump on the stage and always try to create a fistfight. I was told last night that the Democrats really can't get the discharge petition because since Israel's included in the bill, that Hakeem Jeffries could 40 or 50, maybe more, Democrats wouldn't sign on for it. Do, do, folks, uh, do folks in Israel right now understand the changing dynamics of the, uh, of the Democratic Party? I would say yes and no. I mean, they are certainly, for example, I've been struck, Steve, while I've been on the ground here. You know, you, you know this. I- Israelis follow American politics uh, with a, um, an interest that borders on an infatuation because they know if the United States sneezes, the rest of the world's going to get a cold and it's going to start here. And I have been struck by how well aware they are, for example, even down to the granular detail that one of the reasons why Joe Biden is putting pressure on Israel and one of the reasons why he sanctioned these four Israelis who live in Judea and Samaria. And and one of the reasons why he made the comment last Thursday night about Israelis' response to the attacks of October 7th is, quote, over the top. Uh, one of the more irresponsible comments by a president of the United States, uh, frankly, in recent memory, is because he's worried about losing the Arab vote in the Dearborn and Detroit areas in Michigan. And if he loses Michigan, the presidency is probably gone. I mean, like they know that much information. So they know that the squad, that the so-called progressive grassroots of the Democratic Party are anti-Israel and pro-Palestinian. What I don't think they fully realize is that the Democratic Party, and, and I say this not as a partisan statement, I say this with sadness, as a reliable ally and friend of the state of Israel is, is now gone. 
I, I don't see it as terribly reliable. And even somebody like Chuck Schumer, if you go back and read his floor statement in the U.S. Senate, when he stood up to Obama and voted against the Iran nuclear deal as the Democratic leader, Schumer's a dinosaur. That's the past. The future belongs to the squad. The future belongs to these pro-Palestinian protesters. The future belongs uh, to those pro-Palestinian elements in the party. It's, a, it's been one of the most dramatic changes in American politics in the last 30 years, and it has seismic implications for U.S. foreign policy and for this region. Ralph, for our vast evangelical and traditional Catholic audience, since you've been there a couple of days, what have you learned that you feel we have to know and maybe we haven't gotten through either our coverage or just watching the mainstream media? Well, I think what I would share with your viewers, Steve, um, and, and I know you've got a lot of them that are allies and and friends and supporters and even activists in the in the evangelical Catholic movement in the United States is I think there's a lag between what's going on in the United States politically and their understanding of this, not only the conflict in Gaza, but the broader conflict between the forces of terror led by Iran and Israel and our allies in the Middle East. There's a lag between the, the U.S. understanding of what's happening here and what's actually playing out on the ground. And I'll just give you uh, two examples. There was a poll taken this week in Israel. Support for a Palestinian state in the Israeli electorate today stands at 2%. Let me repeat that, <laughs> 2%. There, there is no appetite and no desire the idea of an American administration today talking about a two-state solution in the Middle East, you walk into a room in this, in, in this country, and you, you may not be laughed out, but you're borderline irrelevant. So that's number one. Number two, I have been really struck, as divisive as the judicial reform proposals of the Netanyahu government were here in Israel, and as divided as this country was— and Steve, it was as divided, if not more so, than the United States electorate is right now between the the Trump forces and 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 the and the liberal and left wing forces. This country is totally united right now. The war cabinet is completely united, and everyone is singularly focused on total victory in Gaza. I spent forty seven minutes this morning watching film captured on security camera, so security camera footage, and the mobile phones of both victims and terrorists on October 7th. And I don't know if you've seen this yet or not, Steve, but if you haven't, you need to. It is harrowing. These are barbarians. This is, this is sick. These are people who went into kibbutzes and slaughtered and women and children in their homes, in their safe rooms, threw grenade into nursery rooms with babies in them. Uh, this has got to end. Israel has got to win this victory. And if the United States wants to continue to be blessed by God Almighty, they need to be a full partner in, of Israel in this struggle. I, I frankly fear for my own country when I think about the signals and the words and the messages that are coming from my own government as the Jewish people here in the land that God gave them are literally fighting for their survival. 
Ralph, what is your social media and website? Where do they go? We've got about 30 seconds. Uh, the website is ffcoalition.com. FF is in faith and freedom. And my social media, Instagram and Twitter is at Ralph Reed. Ralph, incredibly powerful. Look forward to having you back on tomorrow. Short commercial. We're going to talk, come back and talk uh, about Tucker Carlson, people trying to play God. Tucker's calling him out. When the economy collapses, will you collapse with it? You can feel it coming. All the signs are there. With it comes financial disaster, tight budgets, sacrifice. Plan for the worst with the best. My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply has helped millions prepare. They'll help you too, particularly in hard times. Remember, hard times take years to recover from. Make that first year easier with their one-year emergency food kit. Now get it now with $700 in savings at MyPatriotSupply.com. Sealed inside ultra-durable packaging. These delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories every day. That's over 2,000 calories every day for a year at a special price of under $2,000. This rare emergency food kit deal ends this week. You won't see it again anytime soon. So protect yourself, protect your people, protect your family and your loved ones. Start preparing with My Patriot Supply at MyPatriotSupply.com. Free shipping included. MyPatriotSupply.com. This is the one-year emergency food kit, and you get it now at a $700 savings. Take action. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I don't think there's been a more powerful interview done from Israel since this war started, not here or anywhere. I take zero credit for that. Ralph Reed's the man. I mean, you got more sense there and, and just walk through the, what's exactly going on and what the stakes are. And he said he feared, you know, he feared for his own country. I mean, Ralph Reed, my rec- strongest recommendation is that Ralph Reed stay in Israel until this situation gets sorted. That's the type of uh, just powerful analysis and observations from a guy who's a very serious individual. Tara Dahl, uh, we're going to try to get her on later this show. If not, we'll try to do it tonight. She's doing an amazing job, and I want to thank uh, Rob and Parker Sig for making that available. Real America's Voice once again. Whether it's in the Darien Gap or the uh, up in northern Israel, across from the Persian militias and Hezbollah and all of it, just at the cutting edge. You can't get coverage here anywhere. And I got the easiest part of this, sit in front of a microphone and just bring on amazing people. One thing we're doing, <clears throat> go to CPAC.org right now, uh, War Room. Grayson Mo, I, I finally figured it out. I haven't. We're going to do on, on Wednesday. It costs you a hundred bucks to get in a CPAC. It's going to be incredible. The type of speakers they haven't even announced a lot of them. And it's going to be insane. We're going to be there. The entire Real America's Voice team. Poso is going to be doing a show live. All the shows will be there live. Uh, we're going to be there. Audience participation like you've never had before. Many of our sponsors are coming in, and we're going to have the sponsors where you get to meet them because they're an integral part of the show. But on Wednesday, and I finally figured out what it is, is we're going to be the Force Multiplier Academy. We're actually going to talk, because you're the tip of the tip of the spear, how you can actually go next level. And we're going to have some briefings with some of the people on content, and then we're going to have practical aspects about how we even get better of pulling together and becoming even more powerful. Remember, you're feared, you're respected and feared on Capitol Hill 
because of your focus and uh, you've done great things, but we got to do greater things in the future. So the Force Multiplier Academy will be on Wednesday. Just for War Room Posse members, uh, Grace and Mo will figure out how to how to get you guys in. Um, I think that's the day you're actually coming to CPAC. There's also you stick around. You're going to have that the international uh, seminar that night, which you're going to want to see. Uh, with all the international populist nationalists from Europe, Asia, all over the place. You're not going to miss this. It's Latin America, South America, Central America. Um, Force Multiplier Academy. So uh, make sure you go to CPAC.org. It's a hundred dollars. Particularly if you're in the region, you really got to make this. This is going to be the organizing event and probably maybe the last organizing event of the, of the year before we start the drive to, uh, to November into victory. And not just victory, but to then set up what President Trump's got to do. You heard Ralph saying right there, and all the issues we've got, you've got to basically the beginning stages of the Third World War. Karen Siegman, remember I spoke at that, uh, they had that tremendous panel the weekend of her group, AFA, Karen will be with us also at, at CPAC, as many, many other people will be. Um, but we're in the early stages of the Third World War, the, the, really the kinetic part. And you're seeing that the fighting right there in Israel today. This is why it's a time of turbulence. This is why we keep saying, hey, what we try to do is put great companies out there in many different verticals, right? Alternative economy, preparation, health, uh, all of it, and, and also building the alternative economy for you to immerse yourself in information. This is why Birch Gold are the best. The reason we partnered with them, they are the best at, at really uh, not just welcoming clients, but giving you information. That's why you go to Philip Patrick and team, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get to Philip Patrick and team and just ask them, why, have them walk you through it, why uh, precious metals have always been a hedge for 5,000 years of recorded history. Much of that history, recorded history, is from, wait for it, Israel, Persia, Babylon, maybe the same place we're over in right now. Talk about things not changing. You know, there's all, been all this about Christian companies. Of course, we've been in Israel. Uh, Scott Coburn, president over, head of marketing, chief marketing officer over our favorite, Patriot Mobile. Just get, when we t say we're a Christian company and that you support the values our audience uh, supports and you're not, we keep saying, stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate your values. Uh, from your perspective, Patriot Mobile's perspective, what does that mean? Yeah, first of all, Steve, thanks for having us on. And I want to say I agree 100%. That last segment was incredibly impactful. And, and as you know, at Patriot Mobile, we stand firmly with Israel. And, and we continue to pray for the people of Israel and for peace in that region. So thank you for continuing to cover uh, what's going on over there. But when you're talking about Patriot Mobile and what we're doing here, um, and you've been talking this morning about getting jacked up, well, that's exactly what we're doing. We're getting jacked up and geared up to fight this battle that's going on in our country right now. And look, I mean, we're all supremely aware of what's at stake here this year, right? And as important as it is for us to all get out and vote and encourage everybody we know to get out and vote, it's equally important for us to vote with our dollars, right? And I mean, look, when you consider the amount of money that comes in from corporate America and big tech to fund the, the, the destructive, silly policies of the left, I mean, it's just insane. And look, the only way we stop that is uh, by stopping supporting those companies. We're not going to buy from them, right? And that's why companies like Patriot Mobile are so important right now, because we provide an alternative in this red economy that, that, that you've been talking about. So our job right now 
is we're going to let every person know in this country that there is an option to come join Patriot Mobile. Simply by switching your cell phone service, you can get in the fight to save our country. And, 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 and talk to me about that. You don't lose any quality of service. This is a, an American company. Uh, you've got, uh, you're very involved. I know in what's going down in Texas and Tarrant County, but you're an American company. If I call the, if I call the, the, the call center, I'm speaking to American citizens. I mean, you guys are really a, a, your centerpiece is patriotism and supporting whether it's second amendment or uh, right to life or uh, first uh, responders. This is where your center of gravity and your focus is. Absolutely, Steve. And, and that is the primary reason people come to us is because of the causes we support. But as you know, I mean, it's their cell phones. It's the, the cell phone has to work, right? That's the biggest objection we get is, look, you know, this is something that's critical to my lifestyle. And the way I answer that is, hey, we are built on the same towers as all three of the main carriers in this country. So you're going to get the same or better coverage that you have today but you're going to know that your dollars are going to support a company that aligns with your own values and beliefs. And you talked about customer support. We do have 100% U.S.-based customer support. So when you call in, you're going to talk to somebody in English, and you're going to talk to somebody that, that cares about the same things that you do. And they're going to take care of you, get you switched over. Switching is extremely easy now. It's not like the old days when you walk into a retail store, you walk out three hours later wanting to slam your head in the car door. It's easy now. Uh, we make it easy through our uh, fa fantastic member services team. Uh, Scott, so where do people go? I want them to go immerse themselves in the information. We always send them to a website or something they can call. If it's a call number, where, where do they go or where do they call? Yeah, you can go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Bannon. Um, patriotmobile.com forward slash Bannon. Use the code Bannon and you're going to get free activation. And just like it says on the screen there, it's Valentine's Day, right? And, you know, if you're looking for the perfect gift, you have two choices. Uh, you can you can take the safe route and get a box of chocolates, or you can give the gift of freedom by uh, switching over to Patriot Mobile and maybe even buying your loved one a new device while you're there. So we welcome uh, you as a new customer. Scott, thank you so much. I got to tell you, Glenn Story's very good. You're pretty good yourself. <laughs> so I think Glenn's got some competition here. We can't. And Glenn Story is my favorite guy. I can't wait to see Thanks, Glenn, Steve. the chairman CEO at uh, at CPAC. Thank you, brother. Thanks for coming see on. See you, CPAC. Thanks, Steve. A Christian. See a Christian company. Remember, oh, these Christian nationalists are the worst people in the world. Look at Glenn Story, Scott Scott Coburn, everything they're doing. In God we trust. What they put those plaques and all the Texas schools and made them available. I got a cold open about Tucker Carlson right now. Let's play it, and then I'm going to bring in Joe Allen. You are either creating or you're destroying. You're improving or you're degrading. And that's how you know whether something is good or bad, whether it's virtuous or evil. <laughs> By its fruits, you will know it. Uh, and, I, and I'm very distressed and concerned that we are entering an era where this awesome force for good is instead being used for evil. There's going to be a, a future, not very far in the future, where all of our interaction with the digital world are going to be mediated by AI systems. Uh, so essentially, AI tools, assistance, will become kind of a repository of all human knowledge. It's going to be a, a kind of infrastructure. AI systems will essentially amplify intelligence of, of humanity as a, as a whole. You know, we'll have AI assistant working for us. 
they're not going to take over the world because they'll be working for us. We'll be setting goals for them. AI might be dangerous if it sets its own goals, but if we set their goals, then they just work for us. It's like having a staff of really smart people working for you, which I think most of the leaders in this room are familiar with the concept. I because think. wisdom grows from humility. Wisdom grows from the recognition that you are not God. And in the United States, we had a period where we were sort of you know, having this debate about are some religions good and some religions bad? I'll tell you my view on it, and it's a hardened view. It's a sincere view. I divide the world not between Muslim, Jew, and Christian, or Buddhist. I divide the world between people who believe they're God and people who know they're not. And the only people I trust are in the second category because that is the beginning of wisdom. When you know you are not God, that you cannot affect every change that you want, that you can't foresee the future, that you're not omnipotent, then you are much more likely to make good decisions, wise, humane decisions. By contrast, when you believe you have the power to shape the world and other people, as we were hearing this morning through, through you know, biohacking, um, when you think you can create a better human being through technology, you're very dangerous because you don't understand your own limits. And you will get a lot of people killed uh, when, you, when you have those false beliefs, in my opinion. If we can fulfill our mission, uh, if we can even get close to it, the, the benefits to humanity of making intelligence broadly available, uh, inexpensive, as a tool to let humanity build the future, I think is quite remarkable. I think abundant intelligence and closely related to that abundant energy can unlock a future that is, is, is sort of difficult for me to even imagine how, how good it could be. But if you imagine a world where everyone gets a great personal tutor, great personalized medical advice, we can use these tools to discover all sorts of new science, cure diseases, help the environment, discover new physics, who knows what else. Uh, I think that's pretty remarkable. And also just speaking personally, I think this is like the most exciting quest frontier I can imagine being on. Uh, you know, I think sci-fi writers are a very smart bunch and in, in, the decades of sci-fi about AI, uh, there have been unbelievably creative ways to imagine that how this can go wrong. And I think most of them are like comical, but there's some things in there that are easy to imagine where things really go wrong. And I'm not that interested in like the killer robots walking down the street direction of things going wrong. I'm much more interested in the like very subtle societal misalignments where we just have these systems out in society and through no particular ill intention, um, things just go horribly wrong. Tucker Carlson went into the lion's den, into the World Government Summit. I think it was in the UAE. I think it was in Dubai. By their fruits, ye shall know them. Tucker threw down hard, and I think they backed off a little bit. Very scary. Joe Allen's going to join us after the break. We're going to break this all down. Uh, Tucker, when he was there, they were talking about biohacking, everything that can happen with artificial intelligence and cyber now. You know what can happen? It's low-hanging fruit. Uh, your home title. 90% of your net worth is tied up in that house. Anybody gets access to that home title and mess around with it in any way, forget selling the house. What about just taking out a hard money loan of a couple hundred thousand bucks that you got to pay back at a 10 to 15% interest rate? Does your budget include that now? No, it does not. And that's what they're working on, these guys. Cyber hacking coupled with AI. HomeTitleLock.com slash a promo code WARROOM. You get, free, uh, you get a bunch of freebies there. Go check it out today. Immerse yourself in the information. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. 
They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that, without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's Friday 76. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offers eligible only with the Black Friday promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code Friday76. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Joe Allen, you're editor of all things transhumanist, and Tucker, uh, who hasn't spent a lot of time in this area. Really came out. LifeSites News picked it up. I want to thank the guys at LifeSites. It was a, you did a couple of parts of the clip, but they covered this World Government Summit. Uh, very powerful. Your thoughts and observation, because he had them all there. He had uh, NVIDIA CEO, which is the, 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 the stock that's on fire because of this. You had Klaus Schwab. You had all of it. Your thoughts and observations, brother, being the, the grand master thinker of this. You know, Steve, Tucker hit the most important element in all this. That's the religious element. Uh, These people are, in fact, creating a techno-religion or rather a a sort of polytheistic uh, range of techno-religions. His opening statement that I I clipped there about you shall know them by their fruits. He was speaking about U.S. involvement in Ukraine at the time, but I think as the general principle goes – Looking at technology, looking at these tech companies, looking at the output and what is happening to humanity due to their actions, the principle still applies. You shall know them by their fruits. So you hear Jan LeCun, the uh, chief AI scientist at Meta, talking about how his products, how his work will benefit humanity. But I think it's pretty obvious that social media has wrecked the personal psychology of children and people across the world and rent the, just torn the social fabric apart. And then you hear Sam Altman saying much the same thing, that his AI products, OpenAI, will bring intelligence to the world. It will increase human intelligence, amplify it, uh, giving children AI tutors, giving every human being on earth a digital doctor to consult with. At least Altman is honest enough to recognize that if it goes wrong, it will be absolutely catastrophic. And maybe it won't be due to ill intent. But when Tucker identifies that, that concept that some people 
believe in God and therefore they submit their souls to a higher principle. And some people believe they are God because with no God in the universe, human beings are the most intelligent beings in the universe. That distinction is critical. And I think both Altman and Lacun and pretty much every technologist, transhumanist we cover falls into that latter category. That's the real danger. And I think Carlson hit the nail on the head. And as you say, he did it in the lion's den and got just tremendous applause for it, at, le at least in the Middle East, the, okay. there is some taste for <laughs> religion still. You have given, brother, you have hit the buried lead I was just going to get to. Tucker goes there, and you got Klaus Schwab, you got all the technologists. This is their deal. It's called. It's subtly called the World Government Summit, okay? So suck on that. I mean, this is it. Tucker throws down, he says he bifurcates the world between those that have the humility that know that we're made in the image of God, image and likeness of God and, the, and, and endowed with the Holy Spirit. And we keep saying that this is a blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which is the one unforgivable sin. Just go to Mark. I forget the passage now, but I, I don't forget the passage. I forget the citation. But that is the one mortal sin, the one unforgivable sin, according to Jesus Christ. Or those people think they're gods. And that's this whole crowd. They gave him, he owned the room with applause. This is an audience that comes to the techno thing, and they hear Tucker, and man, they're on Tucker's side. That's the buried lead. Joe, we got to jump. I'm going to try to get you back up here this afternoon. This is really because Tucker's now, I think, at the tip of the spear with us and driving that we got it. We need, we need risk mitigation in this. The upside of this may be amazing, but the downside is a bottomless pit. Joe, where do people get you in the interim? Social media, your writings, all of it. You can find the book, Dark Eon, Transhumanism and the War Against Humanity, anywhere books are sold. You can find me at my social media, at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z, and of course, warroom.org, under the Transhumanism tab. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you, brother. Hopefully see you this afternoon. We'll work on our, or maybe tomorrow. We're going to go back to Israel tomorrow, too. Uh, Mike Lindell, I got to get you because my, my sources down in Mar-a-Lago Tell me, you're down there, you're hanging out, but you're a lot by the pool. You're actually taking some vacation. And I thought we worked 24-7 here in the war room. The president's working hard. I know you're hanging out with the president, but just tell me you're not on vacation I'm, down there. You're not leaning on your, your shovel, are you? No, I'm, I'm working every minute here, Steve. It's, it's a combination. <laughs> so tell us about, we need to know about the, my store, and I want to know about your pre, your, you're doing a pre-President's Day uh, special in honor of President Trump. So what do you got for us? Right. It's called our pre-real president special. And uh, everybody's been jumping <laughs> on this. This is our mattress toppers, everybody. We put them all on sale. Turn your bed into the best bed in history, the MyPillow mattress topper 2.0 and others, as low as $99.99, but exclusive to the War Room Posse. Free shipping on your whole order, including these mattress toppers. Even if you've got a new bed, Old bed, doesn't matter. You put this on there. It's a rejuvenation station. It's the best sleep you're ever going to get. And uh, my operator standing by 800-873-1062. And you guys at the War Room have made this all possible for me to be out doing all the stuff I'm doing to help secure our elections. All of these, the blankets are on sale. Everything that was on TV on sale there. And, that, and we have the Giza Dream Sheets, $59.98 for the queen, everybody. Those are the best sheets in history. We've got some of the flannel left, too, if you want to get those. And uh, 
but those Queen Giza Dream Sheets at six fifty nine ninety eight, King sixty nine ninety eight, and then everybody remember the my the mystore.com for all the entrepreneurs in this country. Thousands of USA made products at mystore.com, and your promo code War Room works there too. You get all the discounts over there. And uh, they appreciate, we appreciate so much. And by the way, Steve, our real president said, uh, he said to say hello to the war room posse and you. He said, thanks for having us back on everything he's doing. Well, this audience loves him and they love you too. And they love my pillow. So, and, and sir, I'm just kidding. The more time you spend with the president, the better for everybody, Mike. So just, you, you should, Ralph Reed should, should second D himself to Israel and you should second D yourself down to Mar-a-Lago. Brother, thank you so much. See you this afternoon. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. My, MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. Of course, go to 800-873-1062. Tell those operators, use the promo code WORM, but tell the operators that you got their back. Okay, Charlie Kirk is going to continue on. Two hours of fire-breathing populist nationalism here on Real America's Voice. Poso, the one and only. Poso, it's Ash Wednesday. Poso is going to tell you what he's going to give up for Lent. you got to hear it. We're going to be back here from 5 to 7. It will be on fire. There's so much going on this week. We'll have a packed two hours. See you back here at 5 to 7. I'll be up on Getter with Grace and Mo and everybody else in the room. See you back 5 o'clock. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Dot com, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.